You are listening to App Slappy Podcast with Scott and Eric. Attention. Scott and Eric. No. This episode of App Slappy is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Use the codes APP1, APP2, and APP3 to save money on domains, hosting, renewals, and more at GoDaddy.com. Additional support for this episode of the show comes to us from SM, who wanted to stay anonymous. Thank you so much. This episode is for you. Hey everybody, welcome to App Slappy episode, episode, episode 64, and today is Tuesday, October 19th, 2010. I am Scott Johnson, and Eric is not here. Uh, decided to go ahead and do a show without him, not because we wanted to, but because he is still pretty out of it. Just got out of the hospital a day ago, and uh, as many of you know, if you've been following us on Twitter, um, he had some emergency surgery that came up, and then some more surgery that came up after that, and some complications that led to, I think, even a third one, and he has been uh, completely just laid out because of it. In the hospital for over a week, and finally got released. Talked to him earlier today, and he was like, dude, I don't know if I can do a show. I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of this thing. Uh, I wanted to make sure we got something in. It's been two weeks since we've last talked to you, so we didn't want to go three. But um, if you'll bear with me, it's our first solo cast of App Slappy. Eric Free, Scott Full <laughs> episode of App Slappy. But um, I know he is on the mend, so I have good news to report that he is getting better and that he will be back, I hope, next Tuesday, um, which will be, show, let's see, show 65. And uh, you guys have been really nice in the meantime. We've got some really cool calls to wish him well that you'll hear at the end of the show and a little bit of a little montage thing. So stay tuned for that because um, that was awesome and really, really appreciate all the kind words. A lot of great emails from everybody as well. And uh, I know he appreciates it and he'll really appreciate it when he appreciate it or will appreciate it when he hears this episode. So I'm going to attempt to do this on my own. <clears throat> weird, freaking weird. I don't really do this much. I do. Uh, some of you may have heard uh, Diary of a Cartoonist, another show I do, but that show is, uh, I don't know, it's kind of conducive to one guy doing it by himself and this show, not so much. <laughs> but anyway, I, I will make no excuses for what you're about to hear. Hopefully what you're about to hear uh, is okay. I really hope so. All right, uh, let's talk about, let's jump right into what is new this week and uh, talk about some of the new releases that I think were interesting on the iOS platform. As you know, Apple is about to do an, uh, an announcement, we think tomorrow, and there's a lot of talk that while everyone thinks this is mostly a Mac announcement, because they keep showing this like lion or tiger or something on all their, all their uh, press release stuff. There's a chance we may hear about a new second gen iPad tomorrow. I think that's a little soon. Uh, personally, I think we may hear about that in January. Um, but then again, they kind of use January for iPhone announcements now that they then release in the fall or in the summer. So I don't know, man, this, we could be hearing about a brand new iPad tomorrow. And I don't know what that means. I, I, I can't imagine it means it's available before the holidays, which are right around the corner. It's got to mean like, you know, early next year. I mean, what was it? March last year that we got the first iPad. 
So it, it seems a little nuts to me that we would see it any sooner than that. But hey, time will tell, whatever. We will sit tight and wait and see what comes out of Apple tomorrow. My guess is mostly Mac stuff. So uh, especially you PC folks, you don't have to worry about it too bad. Anyway, so that's coming. But uh, there's some interesting new apps out this week. And along with a uh, kernoodle, if that's a word, of Halloween apps that have been steadily streaming in over the last week or so. Um, oddly enough, I guess it's not that strange, but I counted hundreds of them. In fact, uh, Apple has a category for Halloween apps. And this isn't all of them either. These are just featured ones. They've got everything from something called Carve It Pumpkin for 99 cents all the way down to Dracula HD, True Blood Comics for $2.99, Universal App, uh, 123 HD coloring books, uh, Trick or Treat HD, Parents Guide or Parents Carve a a Pumpkin. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I haven't looked at any of these, so I have no idea. Uh, then they could do some gruesome games, they call it. They think Plants vs. Zombies is a gruesome game. They have that featured in the iPhone and iPad stores. Zombie Wonderland, Magic Chain HD, Twin Blades HD, and so on. Anyway, if you are interested in Halloween apps, and I don't know why you would spend money on on stuff that is going to be over within a couple of weeks, knock yourselves out because there's tons of it there. No shortage of Halloween fun on your iOS device of choice. But here's what I found. So We Doodle was released. This is from the people that gave us We City and We Rule and all those We games. And I don't mean W-I-I. I mean like W-E, the regular way to say it. Uh, that thing is basically charades slash, uh, not charades, uh, Pictionary. So it competes with a couple of other long-established apps in that genre. And if you're into that sort of thing, well, here's another game for you. You can play it online. And it is free, and it is microtransaction-based is how they make their money, much like all the other Wii City slash Farm slash all those games. So you buy extra colors and stuff like that, from what I can tell. I haven't tried it yet, but I may give it a swing. My problem with apps like this are it always boils down to people writing the name out so you there's no fun in guessing, or people draw wieners. And neither of those options sound good to me. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Ted for the iPad. Ted, uh, the uh, technology entertainment. Uh, what's the D stand for? Ah. Anyway, Ted. You've seen Ted Talks. They're awesome. Been on the iPhone for a while. A version for the iPad. I guess it's probably a universal app. I didn't check. But anyway, Ted available on the iPad now. And if you're into that stuff, good stuff in there. Love Ted Talks. Always make you think. SpongeBob Doodles and Slides, also out this week, $2.99. Getting incredibly good reviews, especially for a $3 game. And also for one that seems pretty commercial, and sometimes people sort of rail against that. But not in this case. This new SpongeBob game is getting all kinds of raves. It is a one of these puzzle games where you're trying to get these little balls down into a certain place, and you draw lines, kind of Kirby's... What's that old Kirby game on the DS? Kirby something something. Ah, I forget thinking about his new game, Epic Yarn, which is not this game. But anyway, you draw paths and you kind of, you know, solve the puzzles by doing that. And I'm going to try it out. Uh, Should be a review coming shortly, but it's my kind of game. So I'm kind of excited about it. Camera Lapse, $2.99. I threw that one in here because I'm thinking of Eric as he lays in bed, probably hopped up on who knows how many painkillers. 
as I speak. Uh, he loves his camera apps, and so a uh, brand-new camera app called uh, Camera Laps, $2.99, and it is what you think it is. So let's say I want to leave my phone propped up on the, I don't know, the fireplace, aimed at the door, front door, and I want to know if people are coming in there, and this thing will periodically take a picture, and you can do things to set, from what I understand, I haven't played with it yet, but you can do things to set, you know, how often that interval happens. And you can capture that all as still images and catch uh, whatever horrible thing is happening. <laughs> Assuming something horrible is happening. So uh, I, that sounds cool to me. As a kid, I was fascinated by, by time-lapse photography and that kind of stuff. So I don't know. You could probably do some cool stuff there. Uh, what else? Oh, big game release, I think, anyway. If you're an old Nintendo fan, classic Nintendo fan, then you'll uh, have have enjoyed Punch-Out! in the past, uh, the old boxing game. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! on the NES, Super Punch-Out! in the arcade, uh, the original Punch-Out! in the arcade, great games, very simple gameplay. Somebody has basically cloned it, called it Pocket Boxing Legends, released it for $1.99 as a universal app, so it's available both phone and iPad in one shot. Uh, graphics are great. Reviews are high. People are digging it. It's definitely captured that uh, that old Nintendo charm without actually being a Nintendo product, which I always admire, <laughs> sort of. I mean, they're kind of ripping them off, but hey, whatever. You're never going to get this on an iOS device otherwise, so you may as well get their version. And um, I don't know. Seems like a good value. I'm going to probably check that one out. There is a free version, so you can play with it before you buy that is also true, by the way, of, uh, let's see, SpongeBob's Doodles and Slides, I think. I think that's correct. Anyway, those are some semi-significant releases for your week. For your iPad and iPod Touch and your iPhone. So enjoy that. Um, it's weird not having Eric to reply. So I'm going to pretend. What do you think, Eric? Oh, I think that's great. I think those all sound good. All right, now it's time for reviews then. Reviews. Reviews. Let's talk some reviews. So I messed around with a ton of stuff this week. See, even if Eric had been here, he was in a position all week where he couldn't even like use his stuff. You know, he's in a hospital. He was on drugs, <laughs> uh, sedated in some form or another. I'm probably making it worse than it was, but you know, hard to get in a lot of fun time with your iPhone. Or your iPad when you're in that state. So I did all the heavy lifting this week and I have a bunch of stuff to talk about. I'm going to start it off with my favorite new thing of the moment. It even took the place of the second thing I'm going to talk about today, which was my favorite new thing of the moment. But I am currently playing a game called Train Yard and you may have seen it in the charts um, in, in the uh, top 25 or whatever it is now they do. I'm trying to see, <clears throat> see where it's at. Yeah, it's in the top 10 still. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is called Train Yard, and it is created by someone who contacted me, actually, and just said, hey, I'm the guy that did Train Yard, and I'm a fan. So if you're listening to me, Matt Ricks, R-I-X, uh, how's it going? And I loved your app, and I'm going to talk about it. Um, he didn't give me a code. He didn't, you know, I went and bought this. So I paid my buck and tried it myself. So no weird, you know, him trying to make me like a game that I wouldn't like otherwise. I love Train Yard. And 
I don't normally love this kind of thinking man's puzzle game. I like puzzle games, but I don't like them when they're at least this one's deceptively simple at first and then super hard later, but it's so good at taking you through the steps to learn how to get your brain to think about how to get these trains where they need to go that it totally works. Like it just, it's perfect. It's the perfect transition from super easy and early concepts to understand them and stuff. And then getting much later in the game where things get super complicated and you think they're almost impossible. And then suddenly you figure it out. And I adore the game. I love the simple art style of it. Essentially it's this, you have a starting point and you have an end point. The starting point is where the trains come from. And the end point is where you want them to go. And you draw the tracks on the screen from the point of exit to the point of entry. Now, an early level might simply be, here's a green place where the train comes out, and here's a green destination. Drag a a track from start to finish, and he'll get there, and you hit start the race or start the trains, and in they go. You win, next level. Then they start throwing curveballs at you. Okay, well, you've got the same entrance, but you've got two exits, and somehow you've got to get those two exits to not collide and there may be placed in funny places or there's obstacles. So your train distance for your track distance for one might be longer than the other. And you got to be careful about, you know, which one overlaps what and not sending the train over to the other entrance, but actually get them both to the exit. And then you got to mix colors. So you might see one that's like a green destination and your starting points are blue and yellow. And you've got to figure out a way to make the blue and yellow trains collide. So they create a green train and then the green train can go into the green exit. Or the green entrance, rather. I should call it destination. That's easier. But that's true across the board with color combinations. So, you know, if you've got orange, you're having to, you know, come up with a way to, to build orange. So you're looking for all the right the right primary colors to build your secondary colors. And they even have a colorblind mode, which I haven't played with. So all of you out there that might be colorblind are worried about this. I think there's you've got ways around it. Uh, then there's just crazy combinations of all that. Like, just get from here to there from here to there without crashing or make sure you don't combine too many colors or you turn brown and that'll make them crash there's you know plenty of undos a race feature um you can't advance unless you finish it so you've so it's not the kind of game where you can kind of go oh i got one star i can just keep going you know you have to you gotta work your way through it very challenging very satisfying love the simplicity of it and I cannot recommend it enough. It is a great dollar spent. So I highly recommend people go check it out. That's Train Yard, uh, T-R-A-I-N, Yard, one word, uh, available now. And again, grats to Matt Ricks, a dude on his own making it happen. And I think it's cool. I love when an independent, I mean, this is that's the other thing. The, the, it, it's got a lot of, you know, sort of, polish to it like it feels like a game created by uh, a company or a group or something um not necessarily one from just a dude and this is a game from a dude and uh i'm really glad he turned me on to it because i think it's awesome so again check it out train yard i will give that a full-blown slappy review moving on to another app that i absolutely loved um it was my thing of the moment until train yard came along Still really awesome. And part of the reason is I beat it. So I was so hooked on this, I beat it. But it's called Cut the Rope. I realize we're a little late to the game here. When Cut the Rope came out, we were supposed to have a show that week. And, and that's when Eric fell ill. So we were, 
unable to do it. And so I was, I've just been sitting on this wanting to talk about it. Well, now it almost <clears throat> seems like old news because, you know, cut, a, cut the rope's been out for a while and you guys have all been playing it. I know many of you have. I'm looking at you, Ralph, if you're listening. Cut the Rope is a simple premise. You, It's a physics-based puzzle game. You get this creature that showed up in a box on your doorstep, and you have to feed it candy. And every level is inside of a box where there are obstacles to get him candy. And that's everything from swinging ropes that you need to cut at certain times to bubbles you need to pop at certain times. I can't do justice to explaining this. You have to try it for yourselves. It is available for both the iPhone and iPad. Buck ninety-nine for the pad. And for the iPod or iPhone, you're looking at 99 cents. Um, I didn't pay, play the iPad version. I have friends that did and said things were a little bit easier because of the real estate. But <clears throat> the kind of game it is, I don't think that makes that big a difference. So uh, I say if you've got both, save the dollar and get it for the phone. It's a beautiful game. It sounds great. It's cute as crap. Uh, challenging. I'd probably, as challenging as it is, I'd beat the thing. Um and got all stars with the exception of one or two extra stars on the fourth level or the fourth set uh, in about three days' time on and off playing it. So that seemed pretty quick. But they have a whole other box that you get to that you'll unlock when it's available, like brand new content. So that is coming. Stress not, little ones. There is more in the way of content coming from Cut the Rope. Although I see, I keep saying that about Fragger and no update from Fragger on their Atlantis expansions. What's going on, Fragger? Come on. Anyway, Cut the Rope. Awesome. Very slapified game. Uh, I can't say enough about it either. 99 cents again. iPad 199. Go check it out if you have not already. And many of you have, so that was a big waste of time. Moving on to Fun Clock at 99 cents. Fun Clock. You're thinking to yourselves, you know what my clock needs? Uh, an injection of fun. And I don't disagree. Um, Fun Clock is interesting because Fun Clock is basically a clock. I mean, it's really, there's not much happening there in terms of, you know, functionality. It is a an alternative to the built-in clock on your iPhone. And uh, this is specific to the iPhone, by the way. What makes it unique is all the kind of like little plugins and things you can do. So you can list the time in standard sort of little digital format or whatever on a black background. And it can be real boring like that if you want, or you can add snowflakes or you can add fire or you can add leaves to it. Or my favorite is pop popcorn, which sounds weird, but it totally works. Um, my only complaint about it is some of the graphical flourish of the different effects are kind of cheese ball. Like they don't strike me as really, um, I don't know. They're, they're just kind of plain and not, super interesting and then other stuff like the popcorn is really cool looking partially because i think the popcorn is like um actual video of popcorn which helps but um i don't know some some of the stuff that you get to choose from it's just a little bit bland but it's a fun way to look at time you know and you can you set these effects have multiple effects happening or get rid of them all there's 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 plenty to do there. It's fun for a dollar. I don't know if you're if you just are you if you're in the mood to see the time in front of a bunch of crap going on. <laughs> look further than than Fun Clock because that's that's really what it is. Uh, so check it out and have fun with Fun Clock because it's fun. Moving on to the something that could not be further away from clocks or fun. Well, no, it is actually fun, but not in the same way. Uh, predators. It's an official app based on the Predator universe. 
And from what I can tell, the movie Predators uh, that just came out that I have not seen, which is weird because you'd think I would want to see that because I like stuff like that, but I haven't seen it. Reviews were super mixed. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. Predators is 99 cents. It's a universal app. So for a dollar, you get it for both. I usually think these tie-in games are terrible. And I don't just mean on the phone or on the iPad or anything like that. They're terrible in general. Excuse me. And uh, this is different. Like, it was getting all these amazing reviews. And I just couldn't figure it out. Like, what is going on in the world of, you know, video games when a officially licensed game or app is getting this much uh, love from everybody and it really is it's had over let's see 1556 ratings uh almost all of them five star uh a, a small chunk at four um very few at two or one there's a few threes anyway um for this particular or for all versions 6192 ratings all super high and it's weird because it shouldn't be good, but it turns out it is. Um, there is a light version, so you can try it first if you don't want to take my word for it. And the 99 cents is a uh, price drop, currently 67% off, and they say for a limited time. You know how that works on the App Store. You never know how long it's going to go. But I'll say this about it. It uses a really nice engine for its graphics. It's basically a, um, a hack and slash. You move around with a virtual stick, and you kill with virtual buttons, and you you play the role as a predator. It's bloody. It's gory. Uh, it looks amazing. The, the engine looks like... I, 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 here's what I hope. I hope Chilingo, the developer, takes this engine and makes a Diablo clone for me using this engine because it is really freaking sweet. And I have a feeling that's probably the strength of the game is that engine's very versatile. It's very responsive, very clean, very, very pretty to look at. And... Uh, I'm going to uh, recommend it. Um, there's challenges, 31 levels of killing, frenziness. That's <laughs> not really a good word. Deadly weapons brutal uh, for brutal enemies. Face your ultimate nemesis. Uh, online leaderboards and achievements. So there you have it. Uh, Predators, P-R-E-D-A-T-O-R-S. Available now. All right. What else? Oh, something that isn't a game again. I mean, Fun Clock wasn't. Ventaphone. So, a couple of weeks ago, again, this feels like a lifetime, but a couple of weeks ago, a few, uh, myself and a few of my guildmates in World of Warcraft were sitting around in Vent talking, and somebody said something about uh, an Android app or something that that had Ventrilo on it, and somebody said, "Oh, I wonder if we can get that on the on the iPhone." And sure enough, there is an app for that on the on the uh, app store called ventaphone that's v-e-n-t-a-f-o-n-e two dollars 99 cents a little pricey in my opinion and partially partially that's based on some of the performance issues i had but it is a full functionally functioning ventrilo uh client that's very easy to configure very easy to set up and start using right away uh hop right into a vent channel with your friends and bam you're talking to them here's my problem with the with the app when you start to have a bunch of people in a room, which is very common in the way, you know, the where I play WoW, it gets crazy laggy and almost unusable. I, you can't even get out of the app sometimes. You can't even like just hit the home button and get out of there. 
that's a shame because the sound quality is awesome. If you hop in, it's three or four of you. Everybody sounds great. You sound good to them. Push to talk works. All that stuff is good. But as soon as it gets crazy in there or there's multiple people trying to talk at one time, it loses its soul. So I'm a little disappointed in the app on the whole. If that wasn't a factor, I'd give this like five stars. But as it stands right now and as laggy as it is, Ventaphone probably gets like two stars from me. Because the truth is when you get into a group and you're trying to run 25-man content with 24 of your friends, that is not acceptable. You'll just crash left and right. And not that that's when you would play, all right? Like, I understand this is meant for being out somewhere and then hooking in and talking to people. It's better on Wi-Fi than it is in um, than it is over 3G, but it does work over 3G well enough. But when you get too many people in there, dude, bad news. So I'm just saying, I, I just don't feel like it's, I feel like it's not very robust. So for now, Ventaphone at three bucks is, you know, primarily, I'm giving it, a pretty low score. I'll give it two stars. And what else? Finally, how do you how, how do you feel about that, Eric? Oh, I feel real good about it. All right, good. Let's talk about Justin TV. This is free. Our first free app of the day. Justin TV is, of course, kind of a Ustream competitor slash, um, you know, stick cam competitor. They let you stream yourself and do whatever you're doing. And we do that. We use it all the time when we're streaming the show. Although I won't. I'm not tonight while I'm all by my lonesome, but... Normally we do for the show and others on the Frog Pants Network. So uh, very familiar with Justin TV. And it turns out, as, uh, unlike the crappy Ustream app, which is terrible, we've talked about it on the show before, it's virtually useless. The broadcasting bit works okay. But the, the, the thing where you find other people and want to see their videos doesn't work at all. Um, only, you can't even search for shows that are on the air. You can, only, you can only get results on stuff that's being currently featured on the front page. It's ridiculous. The, the way their thing works. Justin TV, on the other hand, works like a champ, like a charm every time. The chat rooms are great. Uh, this setting up being able to stream from your phone is a piece of cake and finding other shows to watch. Again, simple and easy. And so uh, very happy with it. Justin TV, available now for free for your iPhone. All right, that's it for iPhone stuff, although some of that's universal. I have one app to review for the app or for the iPad that I, uh, not really review, but one that I played with, and that is Smiles HD, $5.99. Pretty pricey. I actually got it when it was a little bit cheaper on sale. But it bears mentioning, there are, I don't know, hundreds is not accurate, but there are many, many, there are tens of twenties <laughs> of uh, bejeweled, you know, match three style games. Right. So Bejeweled probably has done it the best and always will go down in history as the, you know, the thing that started it all and everybody else kind of tried to copy it. And everybody who keeps trying to do it kind of fails or doesn't quite do it right or or gets too crazy with other things. And the closest I can think of where I had the most fun probably is the uh, Puzzle Quest games. Um, but again, they just lift heavily from Bejeweled. And so I'm always looking for that kind of experience and, you know, to kind of enjoy it uh, more than just what Bejeweled offers. Because, you know, that game's 10 years old, people. I don't know if you knew that, but 10 years of ten years of Bejeweled. Holy crap. So, Smiles HD is the game I've been playing. It is available on the iPhone as well for cheaper. I think $2.99 on the iPhone. Uh, the I have both because at the time I got it, I want to say the phone version was free on for a weekend deal and the iPad version was less. I can't remember exactly how that worked. 
Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, it is ridiculously cute to look at. It's one of my only problems with it. But the gameplay is excellent. If you're looking for a good match three game, I, I don't know if I'd send you anywhere, anywhere else at the moment. Um, for the iPad, anyway. It's really, really good. And um, simple to play and pick up. Has its own twist on things. And is fairly addicting, and you can kind of change the challenge. There's different game modes, and I think they sell. I know on the phone they do. I can't say on the on the iPad, but I know they sell various. They they sell like Smiles HD is like everything included, but I think on the phone you can get the everything included version, or you can go get just this one modes version, like Avalanche they call it, or you can get this other one called. Um, uh, What's it called? Zen mode. And you can buy just the Zen version. It's a little bit less. But it seems silly. I just just get the whole thing. It's like two bucks difference or something. So anyway, uh, it's good. Smiles HD. It's not even that, you know, new. It's actually nine or ten months old. But I don't know. It's been taking a little bit of my time. So what can I tell you? I like it. All right. Uh, That's going to do it for reviews and stuff I've been messing with. A whole bunch, as you can see, catching up. We'll have a bunch more next week also. And with Eric back, uh, we'll be doubling up on you just a little bit. Let's do this. Update, update, update corner. Update corner. Talk about some significant updates that have come our way over the last uh, few days even. Let's start with the event. Remember the event? Or no, is it the event? Oh, crap. It's not the event. It's the incident. Jeez, Scott. Uh, if you've played the incident, then you're like me and you're lucky to have played it because it's awesome. If you haven't, you should, and it's cheap. So I think you should get it. The incident is uh, unique because it uses both motion control and a tap on the screen, but it's neither of which normally those things bug me in a, in a kind of an action Twitch game. But in this case, they're done in such a cool way that it doesn't bother me at all. Again, we're looking at retro 8-bit kind of graphics and sound uh, all on purpose, of course. And you're basically just working your way up a pile of crap as it falls from the sky, trying to avoid getting hit by it, but then climbing up on top of it to survive and eventually get to checkpoints. And we've reviewed the game on the show before. So if you you don't know what I'm talking about, dig through the archives and you can find it. The important thing about the update is it now supports remote control from the iPhone to the iPad. And it's so simple, it's ridiculous. So you really literally just do this. You run the game on both systems. You enable iPhone control from the iPad. It's a simple little toggle switch right there on a, you know, either I think it's the options menu. And now you're playing the game with your iPhone as a controller, both for motion and jumping and looking at your iPad, which is laying there not moving at all. And I was shocked how, my word isn't sensitive. I was shocked how well, uh, I mean, there was just no lag. I guess I'll put it that way. And I think it's using Bluetooth. I don't know for sure. It can't be Wi-Fi. I guess it could be Wi-Fi, but that seems like that'd be a, a waste of bandwidth because you're you're jumping through a through a router, which is jumping through a network, and then it's jumping back out to you via Wi-Fi. It just seems like it's a it's a lot of running around for data to do, and then that would be laggy. It's not laggy at all. But then again, I don't think my phone's wife or my phone's uh uh Bluetooth is turned on right now. So maybe it is Wi-Fi, but anyway. I, it was just seamless, just works perfectly. As soon as you tell it to move, you're moving. So I'm sitting there. I mean, imagine it. I'm sitting there on my lap 
with my phone, tilting it left and right, hitting the screen, and one-to-one, the action is happening right there on the iPad. It was awesome. And now kind of is the only way to play that as far as I'm concerned. So so if you've got uh, the incident, you need to check it out if you also have a phone and you have an iPad. If you don't have either of those or if you only have one of either of those, then uh, nothing I can do for you. And I confirmed the iPod Touch works just fine. So if you don't have the phone, uh, the iPod Touch is great too. All right, uh, last thing in the updates. Another game got updated, Mystic Emporium. I reviewed it last time we had an episode, and the iPhone and iPad versions got an update. Uh, they added Frenzy Mode. After 20 levels of the standard campaign mode, this opens up Frenzy Mode. Since I am sucking it and cannot seem to get past level 18, I can't tell you what Frenzy Mode is even like, but it's there. So if you own that game and you've already beaten it and you're like, yeah, that was fun, but I wish there was more, now there's more. Go check it out. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Frenzy mode. Bring it. All righty. What now? Geez, I'm a little off my game. Here we go. In a world where complete morons develop apps, it's the stupid app of the week. Derp. All right, stupid app of the week this week. Bottle spin for 99 cents. Gee, I wonder what that is. It's a virtual bottle spinner. Oh, it's lame. I mean, it's literally, okay, you, uh, say you're in junior high and you're hanging out with your friends and you're thinking, man, let's play spin the bottle, man. And all the girls are getting excited. Yeah, spin the bottle. I mean, I might get to make out with Jenny Weaver or whoever the girl is you're really into. And so nobody has a bottle. So what do they do? They whip out their iPhone or their iPod touch and they lay it in the middle of the floor and a little bottle spins. I don't know. I guess it's not that crazy. It's, you know, it's the times we live in. But that's what it is. I just can't see spending money for that. Like, why would you do that? Why would you spend a dollar on a virtual spinning bottle? May as well spend a dollar on air to breathe. (sighs) Just go get a real bottle, kids. Don't mess around with this stuff. Your life doesn't have to be 100% digital all of the time. You don't have to constantly be texting each other. You can go outside and listen to the birds and... Watch the sunset and use a real bottle when you play spin the bottle, for heaven's sakes. Not that I'm advocating kids play spin the bottle. Stuff can happen there. I'm just saying. I was a kid once, so I know what this stuff, I know what goes on. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my dog and cat are wrestling. Lovely. Perfect time for that, boys. Uh, moving on to, that was our stupid app. Yes, it was. It's time for your uh, voicemails. So let's give them to you now. Uh, i got a lot of them, as you may guess. And again, like I said, there's a bunch of these that we're going to play after the show that are kind of just a tribute to Eric and hoping he is doing well. But we have some serious calls as well. We're going to get right to them. Uh, issues with the 3GS. Hey, Scott and Eric. This is Pat from San Diego. Uh, I have the uh, 3GS, and it uh, seems like with the latest update, uh, I'm running into quite a bit of crashing with um, various apps, be it news apps or online game apps, that sort of thing. And I was just wondering if uh, anyone has uh, encountered this problem. Derp! Okay, since I don't know what specific apps you're talking about, it's a little hard for me to duplicate it, but I'm not having any trouble with the 3GS we have in the household. I mean, I'm using a 4 now, and so is my wife, but we have a 3GS, completely updated, 
that is full of apps and a lot of the same stuff I'm messing around with and I'm, it's not having a problem. Even prior to the show, I whipped it out and thought, let's see if we can duplicate a problem here and I couldn't find issues. So I need more specifics. But if other people are having this problem, let us know and we'll compare notes. See maybe if we have some common stuff going on. I assume you're completely updated. I assume that all the apps you're having issues with are also updated um, because that could definitely be uh, a bit of a booger in the ice cream, if you know what I mean. Is that even a saying? I don't think it is. Anyway, you should see this. Dog and cat together at last. How are you guys doing over there? I wish you could see this, but you can't. Anyway, thank you for your call. Please let us know about your experience with the 3GS because, again, it's just not a, I don't know, we're just not seeing it here. Hey, Scott and Eric. This is Brian from Oregon. I'm trying to get into cooking. I was wondering if you guys could suggest a cookbook app that has lots of good recipes in it but also has something where I can add my own. Thanks for the show. You guys do an awesome job. And um, Big fan of, thank you for the call, big fan of Epicurious in this house. Uh, both my wife and I refer to it fairly regularly. Um, I'm trying to see if, the, the one thing we've never used it for, because Kim does a lot of her own cooking and has a lot of her own recipes, and she keeps those in kind of a separate place. There's not really a way in Epicurious to create your own. But there is such a thing in here as favorites. So let's say, for example, you're looking at the fall desserts and you think the apple tort with breadcrumb hazelnut looks good. Well, it doesn't look that good. Let's try the maple and chocolate chip shortbread. Boom. Click into that. Uh, preheat oven to blah, blah, blah. And it gives you all the ingredients. Three-fourths cup of blah. And then you decide, you know what? This is pretty wicked. I'm going to favorite it. Boink. I hit favorite. Or you can email it. Or... That one. I don't know what that one does. I've never used it. Anyway, I'll start to keep it as a favorite. Well, then later when you're in your favorites, boom, there they are. I sound like Steve Jobs. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, love Epicurious as an app, and uh, I highly recommend it. So um, the the best thing is I think it's free still. Epicurious. Let me just look real quick. Um, yes, it is free and it is universal app. So, uh, recommend it also does a shopping list. So the other day we we're at the Walmart, like super center thing where they have the food and everything. And my wife is carting around in that joint with her iPad propped up in like the baby carriage seat, like reading her shopping list for recipes that we found in Epicurious. So love it. And you will too. It's free. So what do you got to lose? Nothing. I say. Hey, Scott and Eric. Uh, this one is for the dude who called in a few weeks ago about he bought the video out cable for his phone for Netflix. Well, the update just came out, so hopefully they fixed the resolution output so it actually looks good. So that's out now, just to let you guys know. And derp. Okay, I haven't had a chance to mess with the update, but... Um... I understand from a few sources that it has solved many problems that a lot of people have. Whether it solves this specific problem of that caller, I don't know. So if, dear caller, you're still listening, uh, that's good news either way. So go get the update. You may be pleased. Hey, Scott and Eric. This is Jake from Indiana. just want to ask you guys a quick question. I'm a senior in high school and have been contemplating my computer options for college next year. I was wondering if you thought it would be practical to buy an iPad instead of a notebook for college. Derp. Okay, iPad for instead of a notebook for college. 
Very interesting you would ask this because just today I had a conversation with a friend of mine who was just asked by someone else who works with him, hey, when I go get, when it's time for me to get a new notebook, should I just get an iPad? Will that do what I want it to do? And his argument was no for the things that she does, which is manage a lot of email and type a lot of stuff like that and uh, sort of dealing with PowerPoint stuff and all kinds of other little weird issues she has to deal with. Not weird issues, but just common business flow stuff. And I said, well, I don't know, dude. Like, my notebook has become almost, you know, immobile. I still use it here and there, but I don't use it nearly like I used to. I, I most of the time, will take my iPad to meetings and cl- with clients and stuff like that. And it does what I need it to do. Now, my... My needs may may vastly differ differ from somebody else's. Um, I don't think it's a replacement for a computer; it's a companion to one. So it's easy for me to run around with an iPad because I know when I get back to the office, I've got this desktop that's going to be used for all my heavy lifting, and for all my portable needs, the iPad is great. If your primary computer is a notebook, and that is your computer. And you're trying to decide if you should trash that and get an iPad. I think I agree with him that that is not the point of an iPad. As awesome as it is and as cool as it is and as much as I love it, if you said to me, well, you can only have one, your desktop or the iPad, I would say, well, uh, desktop. So I don't know what that means or says. I think that's fine. I think that's what that, that device is positioned to be is this, this thing in between. This thing in between my net, my desktop and my phone. And I'm fine with that. So... You know, in the context of college, though, I don't know. You may be able to get away with it. Depends on your classes and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. There's, I, I, there's something about a future where everyone's sitting around with tablet computers that I like a lot. So I, I tend, I, I feel like I want to tell you to get the iPad for that. But I realize that that may not be good advice. Hey, Scott. Hey, Eric. Eric, I hope you're doing much better off the hospital stay. And uh, your music, by the way, does rock. You need to plug that stuff on here or somewhere. Uh, get it out because people will listen to it. Now, um, if you guys can help out, I have an issue with my iPhone and its contacts, which have multiplied uncontrollably to about 20 per contact. And uh, since it is that way on both my home base computer and my iPhone, do you guys know of a way I can reduce this back down to one? Is there something I can do with my mobile sync or uh, anything to, uh, without you know, spending a lot of um, unneeded time uh, deleting it one by one? So if you guys got the answer, appreciate it. Keep it cool. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> All right. One thing right off the top here, coolest voice to ever call our show. I don't know. I don't know if you're doing any kind of cool voice work, but you should be. Uh, you have a really, really cool voice. Um, geez, my dog. My seriously, my pets are gonna kill themselves. <sighs> anyway, uh, so cool voice, man. Uh, I did a whole bunch of digging around right before this episode, and even though I kind of have a weird deja vu moment going, where I think I know, I think I've been told the answer to this. Like there is some way to do this quickly. I can't reach back into the recesses of my rotting brain to find it um, and pull it out. But I, 
I, I do know that after hunting around a whole bunch, other people are exp- expressing a similar problem, but they all have very different solutions based on the context of their issue. So some are a specific issue to Windows users using Microsoft's Contact Manager versus Windows users using uh, Outlook versus Mac users using uh, various contact management methods, Google Contacts, as opposed to the address book on a Mac versus um, the mobile me stuff. And just all of those factors seem to weigh in on what the solution is. So I would be literally pulling out of the sky an answer for you that probably won't fit what you're doing unless I got really lucky. Uh, so in cases like this, I'd like to throw it out to the community and say, what are you doing to fix this? Or have you run into this? Um, throw out some solutions, either put them on our forums or you can call in and leave them here. We'll try to play it on the show. Um, Love to help this guy out because he is the voice of Zeus and will smite us dead if we don't. I really believe that. Hey guys, uh, this is Lee from Brighton, UK, and I've got a quick question about ringtones. Uh, now, I've got about 10 ringtones in total, uh, and if I try to sync them one at a time, you know, just having one on the phone, it works fine. But as soon as I try to get two or more, it only syncs the same few. It only syncs the same two, actually. Um, now, obviously, I've got no idea what's going on here. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Uh, cheers, guys. Love the show. Derp. <laughs> Love hearing from across the pond. Thank you for calling. And the answer is that uh, I don't have this problem at all. I've got 12 or 13 um, custom ringtones synced to my phone right now with no issues. So uh, I got to that number recently from like 6 to the 12, like doubled them with some ringtones I created using that new ringtone app. And I'm not, I'm not having this problem. So I don't know what that is. That is a fricking weird. So again, I throw it to the community. Have you seen this problem? Because I have not, nor could I find anything online, which is probably why he's calling us because he couldn't find it either. But I would love to know what would cause something like that. That just seems really odd. Like old version of iTunes maybe, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. That's just really freaking weird. So any help you guys might have on that would be greatly appreciated. What's up with the app store? The apps themselves are great and all, but the store itself is very disorganized and it is difficult to find stuff. You can't do many sorts, etc. Why can't it be more like Amazon.com? That's my question. Have a great week there, slappers. Expect, I believe, a huge update coming from Apple regarding the way that they sort their store. I mean, Apple's got this issue where the original iPhone or the original iTunes store was a music store and it was real simple, right? You know, you have your top tens and your most populars and then you search for the rest of the music and it's a nice, clean, easy way to get music. The problem is the iTunes store has become the end-all be-all for all things Apple content to all things Apple devices. And that means movies and rentals and TV shows and apps and various kinds of apps, and now two devices for two very different kinds of apps, and then some are universal, so how do you make sure that's clear and easy to understand? And these devices have to tie into that same store and have the same visibility, so they've got their own sorting issues and the way that they display things, and you can see iPhone apps on your iPad, but you can't see iPad apps on your iPhone, and, you know, so there's all this, like, it's a, I mean, they're balancing on a big pile of hooey right now, that is working. I mean, you know, they're getting by, but I think they're, I think they're, I think it's time for an overhaul. So I'm with you that it sucks right now a little bit. 
It's gotten unwieldy. I mean, I was looking just at their new releases of apps today over the iPad, right? Just doing it on the iPad. I was like 12 pages and I was still not past the point where it said these were all released on the 19th. So their volume of incoming approved apps is so (laughs) exponential that, I mean, how would they have ever known they were going to have that? I mean, I don't think they ever thought that that was ever going to be the case. I think it, I think it demands a complete from the bottom up overhaul of the system to make it better. And Amazon's got some good ideas on how to do that. Other sites could be looked at and other services and other uh, programs could be looked at as, as examples of how we could maybe rework some of this. Um, I wish they would spend more time on that and less time on stupid stuff like ping. Cause ping at this point is dumb. So they, you know, they, they they have the wherewithal to do it. The question is how soon. And I, I really believe they're going to be working on something soon. So watch for that. Hello, Scott and Eric. Steve here doing this voice memo on my brand new iPhone 4. Mm-hmm. I said, Scott got one. I got to get one. Thanks to my awesome job, they're paying the bill. So nice. I've been listening to the show since around episode 27, but now that I actually have an iPhone instead of an iPod Touch, I was wondering if there are any apps that I need to pick up. Thanks a lot. Okay, well, you might first say, well, if you've been using your iPod Touch, you probably have a bunch of apps you're already using, and you should be. You know, whatever good apps you had there are still going to be good apps and usable for you now. Um, But as someone who waited a long time to get an iPhone 4 myself, uh, I've gone kind of crazy with the iPhone. Like I, I kind of was super iPad-ish for a long time. I still love my iPad, but the iPhone 4 has kind of, you know, kicked up my interest in the portable apps for the phone. And um, so I understand where you're at, where you kind of want to just, oh, what can I get now? I got this new thing. What can I put on here? And honestly, I would look at it from a different perspective. I would just say, you know, what, what, what do I want on my phone? What do I need on it? For the way I use it. If you're playing games, what are the best games right now? Well, my opinion is Fruit Ninja over Game Center is awesome and a must-have. I think Cut the Rope and uh, and Train Yard are, are must-have apps for gamers right now. There's other stuff out there like that. Maybe some old classics that you played on your iPod you should get on there. But don't be going hunting around going, oh, I wonder how many, you know, if I should get 50 more games to put on here simply because I have a new phone. I think that's probably the wrong approach. And I'm not saying you're doing that, but, you know, I don't think there's there's nothing right now that I go, oh, the must-have, you have to have, blah, blah, app. I don't have that right now. I, I have all the staples that I already had or that I need, and uh, that's good enough for me. And you just build it out as new stuff comes out. The cooler the stuff comes out, the more prepared you'll be to have it. So that's my advice there, and that is going to be our last voicemail. I was going to do emails, but man, there's so many voicemails, I did not want to bore you people with emails. So we'll be doing more emails next week, I can guarantee you that. Did want to mention this. Uh, Last week we had a contest where we gave away a signed Angry Birds poster. Uh, That winner, I think, is still waiting for his poster, but we got all those details worked out, and he'll be getting that soon. The same provider of that contest uh, stuff is uh, Chris Pope. He has also stepped up this week. He has a highborn autographed photo and one promo code for the regular version. Um, see, for regular version one promo code for oh, I see. He means iPhone. So he's got one for the uh, for uh, highborn on the iPhone and highborn HD on the iPad. One of each. 
Uh, and of course, this autographed photo, he is willing to give this away to a lucky winner. And we're going to do it just like we did last time. We're going to pick someone randomly from the front page blog post that this episode will be on. So leave some comment or something in there and we will choose someone at random and he will send this stuff to you as well. And huge thanks to Chris Pope from techjives.com or .net rather uh, for helping us out. Two contests in a row. He's the man. Uh, so thanks, Chris. Uh, I think it's going to do it for us. I want to thank some folks on iTunes. Left us five-star reviews. Cram Sanu or Cram Snuo, I think is his name. And Mentos Fresh, who I've seen from other shows as well. Uh, left us five-star reviews. Thank you guys for your kindness in the uh, in the um, iTunes uh, podcast store. Really appreciate it. App 1, App 2, and App 3 continue to be codes you guys can use for your next purchase at GoDaddy.com. That's GoDaddy.com. Domains are cheap, and the way to get them cheaper is use App 1, for example, and that'll save you money on that domain. So a big thanks to our friends at GoDaddy.com for letting us use those codes. We really appreciate it. Once again, the website to visit, the website is uh, AppSlappy.com. Again, where you'll find the details to this contest, links to our forums, and a whole bunch more, including archives of every episode we've done right there on the show. That's appslappy.com. The email to send your comments and your uh, feedback or whatever you want to, your voice memos, we love those. Uh, that email to send that stuff to is appslappy at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash show. You can also follow me at Extra Life, and Eric is at Hakito. Speaking of Eric, he should be back next week. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being so nice uh, in all your comments and stuff while Eric has been down for the count. But he'll be, he'll be up before uh, the ref calls 10. He'll be right back here on the show. So, Eric, if you're listening to this, I hope you're feeling better, dude. Listen to the end of the show. We got a little tribute for you. Uh, and we've got some other stuff at the end of the show, too. You want to hang around, uh, some follow-up from last week, some other listener calls that we couldn't play in the body of the show. Uh, So stay around for that as well, oh, fine listener. I think that's going to do it for me. And normally, and and for Eric. (laughs) That's going to do it, folks. We will see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel for episode 65. Until then, take care. Later. Thank you for listening to App Slappy. For more great iPhone, iPod, and App Store coverage and archives of this show, visit AppSlappy.com. Hey, man, it's Chris Pope. Um, Hope you're doing better, man. Sorry I had to send flowers. Uh, The lady thought I was crazy when I said, do you guys have anything manly? Um, So uh, she tried to find manly flowers. I hope they were manly enough for you, Eric. Anyway, man, hope you get better. Look forward to playing you some more in Fruit Ninja. See ya. Hey, Eric. Hope you get to feeling better soon, buddy. Derp. Hey, Eric. This is Steve from Kaysville, Utah. E-editor on Twitter. Just want to wish you a very speedy recovery and hope you feel better real soon. Later. Hey, Hawkatoo, get better so you can start playing Fruit Ninja again. Hey, Eric. I'm Sam from Wiltshire, and here's me wishing you well and hoping you a speedy recovery. Um, so, yep, get well soon. Get well soon, Hakito. We'll see you back on App Slappy soon. Hey, man, I hope you start feeling well soon so instead of sounding like 
Derp. You can go back to the normal. Derp. Hi, Mr. Scott and Mr. Eric. I thought I heard something mentioned about some kind of grocery list app at one time, but I couldn't find what it was. So I went out looking for things that sounded familiar in hopes I might remember what it was. And I don't know if I found it or not, but I did find something that we really love. It's called Grocery Gadget. And what this does is it maintains as many lists as you want, grocery lists. You could have one for the hardware store, the technology store. You could have a Best Buy shopping list, a Costco shopping list, uh, whatever your local store is shopping list. It doesn't matter. You can have as many as you want. We can put it on my iPhone, my wife's iPhone. And if we don't have an iPhone around, they have a website you can go to and update your shopping list. And when you up, if you update your shopping list on one phone or on the web, it updates everything else. So if my wife says, oh, we need this thing, she just adds it to the list, and next time I look on my iPhone, it's there. So I go to the store, and it's all completely updated. Um, And you can also add stuff to the list by, there's a little barcode scanner thing. You just tap the little barcode symbol, hold it up to whatever you need, and it'll just go boop. It knows what it is instantly. You don't have to type stuff in. You just scan it, and you're off. One really great thing I like about this thing is it remembers where stuff is in the order that you get it. So when you go to your store and you have your path, you walk, your normal route through the store, you can look at the phone and right there at the top of the list is the first thing you'll run across. The first time it's a little bit more of a pain, but then after that it remembers what came first. So you just check it off your list and it goes to the bottom. And that's it. Oh. The only bad thing about this app is it's $4.99, which is astronomically, horribly, crazy high and, and uh, I don't know, for, a, for an iPhone app. But for a PC app, you'd pay more than that for something like this. So I guess it's worth it. We don't have to write down on paper. We don't have three or four pieces of paper somewhere. Some are updated, some aren't. Whoever goes to the store has to grab all these pieces of paper and go to the store. Or you just have your iPhone, and it's with you anyway. So there you go. Great app. I give it five out of five checked grocery boxes. Hey, guys. Jason from Seattle calling. I wanted to tell you about a couple awesome games that I cannot get out of my head lately. Um, The first is Night's Rush by Chilingo. And uh, it's a hack and slash with cartoon style graphics. It's so much fun and it has uh, an awesome uh, reward level up system with uh, new spells and skills and abilities. And then the second game is Ragdoll Blaster 2. You guys talked about the original Ragdoll Blaster over a year ago. Um, And the sequel is out and it is so much fun. There are so many levels. It's very creative and it has a lot of replay value. Okay. Derp. Hey guys, it's Colby from Canada. 
Um, I was just giving you a shout. I remember a few episodes back, uh, you guys had a caller call in about uh, problems with his, uh, like, getting Wi-Fi on his iPad at hotels. Actually, what I found works the best for me, now, I'm just saying it might be worth this guy give this a shot, is what I did, is I wasn't getting reception in my room, so I went down to where I knew their Wi-Fi was, connected to it, and then the iPad held onto it all the way up to my room. Anyways, hope that helps. Derp. Hey, Scott and Eric. This is Dan from San Jose. I was just responding to some of the calls from last episode, calls and emails. Um, as far as something to see what applications are still running in the background, uh, you guys actually recommended and reviewed iStat. Uh, at the time I got it, it was $0.99. Cents. I love that. It works wonderfully. Also, as far as screen protectors go, I got some from the AT&T store. They're the anti-glare ones, which are actually wonderful for, obviously, protecting against glare from light and reflections. And they also help against dirty, smudgy fingerprints, which is kind of nice, so I don't have to keep wiping off my phone. So, just thought that would help. Hey, Scott and Eric. I love the show. Um, I have an app recommendation for you guys. It is called Sketch Nation Shooter. Um, I picked it up this weekend. It was free when I got it. Um, it's a fun little game. Basically, you get to draw out your characters and your enemies and the bosses and levels and stuff on paper, and then you can take a pic uh, picture of it with your iPod Touch or your iPhone and import it into the game. So basically, you get to draw your own or create your own game. Uh, it's pretty fun. It was free, so hope you guys like it. Oh yeah, derp. about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.